Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another wonderful week here on Pack the Bank Podcast, where we are attempting to be the best sports podcast on YouTube. My name is Cody. As always, I have my wonderful friends and co-host Aaron and CK with me in the building. We got a bunch of exciting NFL news to talk about. It is officially Combine Week, baby. Aaron, what do we got on tap for tonight's episode? Man, uh, we're going to go over some interior offensive line rankings. As always, we're going to do Panthers and Packers corner. Uh, we're going to end the night with a Panthers and Packers mock draft, probably a seven-round mock draft apiece, just for the fun of it. takes a you know, doesn't take as long when we just do Packers and Panthers. So, and, uh, you know, talk a little bit of NFL news, not too much to be talked about, and then we can bring up some combine stuff. It's only, it's only a Friday night, so not – you know, we still got the QBs and everything tomorrow, and then, you know, we still got Saturday and Sunday to go through. So we haven't got through the whole combine yet, but we will definitely do do a bigger recap of the combine next week for episode nine, since everything will be done, and we'll be heading into uh, pro days. Yes, sir. Sounds so, good. All right, you boys want to get started with around the league? Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, yeah. All righty, let's get into it. Alrighty, so we got some around the league news. Um, looks like we got some franchise tags going on. Aaron, you want to talk about those? Yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> the the same thing for Tony Pollard, Josh Jacobs. Uh, I'm just gonna kind of talk about them both at the same time. Uh, both of their teams have pretty much come down to it to where if they cannot get a contract agreement by the deadline, which I think the deadline is next Tuesday. I think yes, it's by, yeah. by four o'clock yeah. that, that afternoon, right? Four o'clock, I yeah. think. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they that will, they're right. going to uh, they're going to tag hit, him. hit them with a franchise tag. Yeah, sorry. Um, so they're going to franchise tag these guys. Makes sense. Um, I don't know. Do y'all know off the top of your head what the franchise tag number is for running backs? No, if I can tell you. I know it's okay. Five yeah, because it's different for yeah. all positions. I think. It is. Yeah. I think it's Walla, like $14 million, isn't it? That's what I thought I said. That sounds close to right. While Colin's looking that up, though, I do want to bring up something to our guys that have been kind of sticking with us uh, on a weekly basis. You'll actually note that um, a couple weeks ago, uh, when I believe it was still just me and Aaron, CK, you might have been on the show by this point, but I'm not exactly sure. We actually predicted that uh, Josh Jacobs and Tony Pollard would both be uh, getting franchise tagged to their respective organizations. So that's just kind of credit to us uh, having a good little little eye on the uh, on the old football there. Huh? Well, it just, just kind of makes sense. I mean, why would you not franchise tag them? My, my thing more here is with the Raiders, I get. Josh Jacobs had a crazy season. Yeah. This uh, Tony Pollard more is like, okay, now what do you do with, with Zeke? So that'll be interesting to see what happens with him. I that'll believe- be very interesting. It is around nine point five million or ten million on the dot. Okay. So there's a five hundred thousand dollar difference. So. Mm. Okay. Okay. Because it's the top five running backs paid. It's like the average of that is what something like that. It's something like that. It's like top yeah, okay. five, average top five, and then da, 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 goes. Yeah, that, that's not terrible. That's not terrible. Okay. Shows the Cowboys overvalue running backs again. So. Of course. Always. Always. 
Yeah, that's, um, that's been a thing with uh, Dallas. But forever. to be honest, it's it's better than what they paid Zeke, so it's okay. Yeah. Um. um all right. So moving on, we've got uh, a situation in Miami, apparently, uh, with Dolphins quarterback Tua Tungavailoa, according to an insider um, reported by Josina Anderson. The Dolphins may be looking to move on, potentially from Tua. Uh, I didn't actually see this until later in the day in one of our group chats on Instagram. One of the guys in the in the chat had mentioned it because I actually didn't hear about it. Um, this is interesting, though, because of Tua's in- injuries and stuff that he's had, um, especially over the course of last season and then the 2021 season. Um it, it'll be really interesting to see what they do. Maybe they'll give him this year to see if he's like, you know, able to play football. Um, but yeah, this will be this will be interesting. Maybe uh, this is where you could see like a Jimmy G go if he doesn't sign with like the Bucks or something. Yeah, that's what I was or, gonna say. Or, or you watch for the uh, the the Lamar Jackson trade that's also true so that's, that's also somewhere because i mean let's be honest miami is definitely a a state or florida but miami is definitely a place that a lot of people will draw to just because it's miami florida so, yeah and not to not to stir up the uh the old i guess banter wagon as it would be called on packers twitter but i have seen uh old number 12 marked for uh miami as well so let's I feel like anybody that. being traded QB wise is like Miami's at least their top five just because it's Miami. Mm-hmm. But as, as a Panthers fan who's who has seen the result of what many headshots and um, concussions can do to a young player, uh, my heart goes out to Tua and the Dolphins organization because watching a young player with such such ta- that has so much talent left and so much, uh, you know, so much gas left in the tank for the for the NFL. Man, it sucks. It's it's awful. You know, we losing Keekly hurt, but then you don't really realize what you have until you lose it. So, you know, Luke Keekly is definitely one of the biggest missing pieces we've ever had. So it, it, it kind of sucks. I feel bad for him because Tua kind of balled out this year when they was when they was when he was playing and wasn't injured. He was balling. He, was, he looked good with Tyreek and Jalen. I think they had a good little trio going on there. So I'm hoping absolutely that and doesn't get injured no more. I don't wish injuries on nobody. Yep, not, absolutely. But, yeah, I hope they stick with him and just get like a Jimmy G or a backup to maybe sit there and give him one more year. Because, again, like he said, whenever he plays, he's good. It's just the issue of can he stay healthy. Yep. yep. Just, so, uh, Tua, shout out. If you're watching this, shout out. You know, like the video. God, I can't, dude. Every week you <laughs> get to shout out somebody. Somebody uh, random, baby. We got to keep it going. One awesome. of these days, somebody's going to comment. <laughs> One day, probably two is going to be like, "Thanks, guys." <laughs> uh, we don't. We don't have many. We don't have much NFL news tonight. Um. So this is our last one of these. Actually, isn't the NFL? It's XFL. Just because this this is hilarious to me. Uh, so the Guardians of the XFL, uh, the Orlando Guardians quarterback, Quentin Dormaday, close to Doomsday, makes sense. Uh, yeah, XQB. Uh, he has been cut, allegedly, because he was, he was allegedly giving opposing teams 
the playbook that they had. Um, the team heard about it. They investigated, and they released this man. They've also removed all his stats from the XFL website, and they've played like two games, so I don't know if it's much of a stat. But, yeah, that's just hilarious because, like, why? What I mean, what are you achieving from this? There's a reason you're an XFL quarterback, and now you know why. Had to be so, betting on games. I mean, I don't had know if definitely. that was the reason, but he definitely did not help his case. So no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. You know I'm what's crazy? He like I'm I'm looking at him right now. This kid looks like a discount Andrew Luck, and it, it's kind of really. I was just me about off. to say, are you gonna? Say it's it kind of like really throwing me off. Like, is it. this Andrew Luck, and he's just going under a different it. name? <laughs> Landrew Luck. Landrew Luck. That's amazing. Quentin Dormaday, he looks like a Quentin. That's what I'm saying, man. And Dormaday, come on, man. Like, what kind of Dormaday. evil genius? E- evil genius name is Dormaday. You know- That's right, Doug Dimmadome, owner of the Dimsdale Dimmadome. You know he was like trench coat, hat down, can't barely see, and he's standing in the corner of like a parking alley, and he's just like, "Here you go, man." Handing off the playbooks to all the different teams. This is the guy who the this is the guy who the Patriots used to film you guys' practices in two thousand three before the Super Bowl. Oh god. <laughs> hey, Day, go up to that uh go up to the forty third floor. Zoom in all the way. You don't need my help up there, you need handcuffs. <laughs> and you got it. Uh nah, let's jump back to some NFL news, man. Uh Giants fans, I need you to chime in on this because I'm sorry. I You've lost your mind if you think that Daniel Jones is worth $45 million. And I know what you're going to say. Well, he had a good season. I'm not saying he didn't. But he's had terrible weapons his whole career. As a Panther fan, I don't want to hear that excuse. So, apparently, they offered the Giants have offered him a contract between $35 and $39 million per year. Have you lost your mind? Have I lost my mind? That's a lot for Daniel Jones, who's only had one good season and has, hasn't really proved much of anything other than beating a fraudulent Minnesota Vikings team. Oh! In the playoffs. But hey, I like that. I like apparently that. he is re- apparently he's seeking more than 45 a year. I don't know about you two, but I, I just don't think he's worth anything more than 40 a year. Well, Aaron, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> because um, this is uh, we do not have hot takes this uh, this week. I'm sorry to everybody if you are disappointed about that. However, I will say this um, to me, Daniel Jones and my man Jared Goff had a very similar season. And now I kind of feel like they're going to be seeking very similar money with the exact same response. No. You had one good year. The answer is no. You don't deserve that money. Until you can consistently take your team to the playoffs or have an above 500 season consistently without it having to come at the very back half of your season and then just barely sneaking in or missing the playoffs, no. The answer is no. You are a serviceable starter in the NFL. You are not good. You are not great. You are serviceable. Jared Goff, you are serviceable. Daniel Jones, you are serviceable. Cool. You can be a starter in the NFL, but you do not deserve $45 million per season. 
You are not Aaron Rodgers. You are not Patrick Mahomes. You are not Josh Allen. You're not uh, you're not any of these guys that are actually deserving to make this money. Aaron Rodgers, maybe not so much anymore. He's 39. We already know this. We're moving on. You don't deserve the money. You haven't proven anything, basically, since you stepped in the league. Jared Goff, you were a first round, a first overall pick. You've done nothing. Uh, Daniel Jones. I mean, yeah, he did get a Super Bowl. He went to the Super Bowl. He didn't win it, though. And he got cut the, the following season. And guess who did win the Super Bowl a couple seasons later? The Rams, who he was a quarterback for. I mean, did, yeah. I mean, that team also was better than that one. The only thing they really did was was bring in Von Miller and Matt Stafford that season. OBJ, OBJ, Cooper Cup like was insane. Yep. Okay, yeah. So Cooper Cup had a breakout year. That either way. What I'm saying is Sean McVay. I don't know if that really matters, man. I I feel like that that offense has been the same the entire time that he's been that like that he was there. So. I don't know. I mean, yeah, a little, but like I'm saying, like, uh, but like Sean McVay in like year, whatever he's in last year was that like six or seven? Yeah. Compared to like year like three, there's gonna be some things that he's just like, but like time management, he's probably better at time management now than he was then. Yeah. So, oh yeah. Well, I mean, I think you just get better things. with that. Yeah, I, I just think that comes with you know coaching over time though. Yeah. But um. Oh, but and then yeah, also I, with Daniel Jones. It's funny because he's asking for that much now, and they offered him 35 to 39, but they declined his fifth-year option, which would have been $22 million. Yeah. So it's like, man, <laughs> rough day for the Giants. Rough day. It's not even really a rough day for the Giants because I feel like they are having like the exact same outlook as what I'm having on the whole situation. It's like, yeah, you know, we can offer you your fifth like your fifth year option money and you can take it and that's that would be fine like you know give you another year to actually prove that you deserve that money and then talk about it if we make playoffs but if you're gonna sit here and be consistently throwing you know 10 plus interceptions a season and only putting out like 20 20 or so uh touchdowns with like a 65 percent passing like a completion rating why would you be worth that kind of money? You're not worth it. We could bring in a veteran. We could bring in an Aaron Rodgers. We could bring in, if he went this way, we could bring in a Lamar Jackson. That could actually take us far in his, he takes care of the football. Like, they could be doing that. Or they could go and get a C.J. Stroud or something in the draft. Like, it's not, Daniel Jones is making himself to be more than he actually is. And I I think it's because he got taken as a first round pick, even though he was not a first round quarterback in his draft. Fair. Yeah, so. he did get drafted before. Was he in the Lamar draft? Yes, he was in the Lamar draft. Yeah, yeah he was. Yeah. Well, was he? Yeah, because Lamar was drafted thirty two. Daniel Jones was drafted like third. Third. Third of it. Yeah. Sixth. yeah. Because Lamar six. was the last. Okay, yeah, six. Yeah, and Lamar was the last pick of that draft. Oh, uh, and uh, I would like to that. Yeah, no. first round. So he, I would like Daniel Jones was twenty nineteen. Lamar was twenty eighteen. Oh, okay. Because the reason they line up is because they declined his fifth year option. Oh. Uh, Wait. So what draft class was um 
Jones a part of then? 2019. Well, I know, but like, who was in his class? Uh, Kyler Murray, Nick Bosa, Devin uh, White. Uh, I mean, quarterbacks, Burns. their fellow. Devin White went five. I mean, there weren't that many. Like, the only quarterback taken was Kyler before Murray. him was Kyler Murray, and the only one after him was Dwayne Haskins. RIP. He was the Haskins. Yeah, he was the Haskins tra- uh, draft. That's right. Okay, so Daniel Jones is probably the best quarterback in his draft class. Then, nah, I still think it's Kyler. I think it's Kyler when he wants to play football. I don't think it's Kyler right now. Well, he tears ACL. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I, I mean, I'm I not trying to argue. I, with you. I don't. I'm not arguing with you because I don't think Kyler Murray's all that great. I think he just runs around like a chicken with his head cut off. But oh, it, I mean, I'm not. I guess that could be a hot take. I I don't think Kellen Murray's all that great. I don't think he's worth the extension he got. He ain't proved nothing to me. No. And I'm not even a Panther. I'm not even a Cardinal fan. I just don't think he's all that great. He's definitely really impressed me. He makes a couple good throws. He you know he's he's fast. He's quick. He's agile. I'll give him all that. Have has have, I may be wrong. Have they only won like one playoff game? I don't think they won any. They haven't won any with Kyler. No, they made it I to mean, they made it to the playoffs once. I mean, once you know, what I'm saying? like it's like you've had five, four going on five years, and you ain't made the playoffs but once and didn't even win it, and then you. I mean, they are pretty. They are pretty poverty. Place. Yeah, they, they are. are pro- and it's and it's hard because they're like, well, look at the because this is my thing. Is everybody's always like, well, you got to think about. The team builder around them. I, as a Panther fan, do not accept that because Cam Newton was throwing to Ted Ginn Jr. and Jericho Cotri and Devin Funches and went to the Super Bowl. That's that's my that's why I'm like you know what I'm saying I don't I don't and, Ky- that and Kyler Murray literally last year had Rondale Moore and DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, yeah you can't blame healthy. his weapons. You can't blame his weapons. You can and blame Zach maybe Earth. his defense, but not his weapons. That's that's and- what I'm saying. So as that's why me personally, I'm like the whole. Well, their weapons aren't good. I think it's a load of crap because I'm like, yeah, yeah. sometimes you're right. Their weapons are not good. But in 2015, the Panthers' weapons were not good either. And I will argue with that. Well, you had Greg Olson, okay? We had Philly Brown. Kyler Murray had DeAndre Hopkins. The only one and I Zach give Ertz. it to you and is, is – I know, I know, I'm just saying. The only one I give it to is Daniel Jones. Who was his big name target? Kenny Galladay. I mean, they paid a lot of dudes, but they were not. They, they all failed. That's what I'm saying. They Sa- all failed miserably. Saquon, so I'll, Saquon I'll had a give... really nice year, though. Saquon had a yeah, really but, nice year this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Saquon had a good year, but I, I'm more talking about like receiving weapons because they they really didn't have any. This the Giants is a team. That's, okay, well, you know that last game he was seven. That that very last game he was 76 catches away from having like a 500 of like a million dollar. Extra come in his bank account from. I don't think Darius Slayton had a bad year either. Slayton ain't awful. War no. Eagle. I mean, but yeah. And then who's their tight end? Is it Evan Ingram still? No, it's um. Oh, what's his name? It's uh Daniel Bellinger. Belling Bellinger. Sorry. Yeah, I heard that. I don't know what that was. Was that me? Yeah, that was you. Yeah, it was something. Okay. I'll text. I'll, I'll see. You. I'll, I'll try and cut that out. Okay. That was very strange. I mean, they have Darius Slayton, Sterling Shepard, Wandale Robinson, 
Colin Johnson, Kenny Galladay, Isaiah Hodges. Not terrible. Not yeah, great. Not not bad. All right. Well, I think we've uh we've beat this horse. Um Yep. You guys wanna move on to the corners or do we have anything else for league news? Mm, I don't think we have anything else for league news. I don't think league news wise, I think we're good. All right. So in that case, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for <gasps> Pack. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Packers Corner, the weekly show where I, your resident Packer fan here on Pack the Bank, Cody, give you uh, all of the insight and news into the Green Bay Packers and what we have going on. Uh, so starting off, um, we're going to do some breaking news. And honestly, there's two uh, slides on here and they kind of repeat themselves, but I'll just read off this first one. I'll just kind of like summarize it a little bit. Uh, so obviously, as you guys know, Aaron Rodgers came out of his, uh, darkness retreat last week. Uh, we talked about it a little bit and his plans are still uncertain. Um, GM Brian Guttenkunz did speak at the combine. Uh, well, he, he spoke at, you know, the combine stuff this week, um, because he is there in Indianapolis and was pretty much saying that, um, he hasn't spoken to Rodgers in length uh, since the season ended and that, you know, Rodgers is a great player, but until they have uh, the conversations that they need to have, that he thinks that all options are on the table um, and that they essentially just want what's best for the Packers and um, that the Packers do want a decision from Rodgers before March 15th, which is the start of free agency. And if two he weeks. does come back, yep, he's got two weeks. And if he does come back, they will be restructuring Rogers' contract. Um, so I really just kind of want to bring this up because a lot of people think that if Rogers comes back, that Jordan Love is going to be uh, kind of upset that he has to sit for another year. I am under the impression after watching the interviews that uh, the Packers front office has already made their decision to move on with Jordan Love. And the reason why I say this is because um, they've already, while Rodgers, not Rodgers, while Brian did say that he hasn't started, like, fielding, uh, you know, questions for Rodgers yet, um, I do believe that he is kind of looking at the situation and they're probably comparing it to what happened with uh, Brett Favre in 2008. And they're looking at it and they're like, you know, this has been great, but we need to move on. We need to turn the page. Um, yes, you were a four-time MVP, and yes, if we got stuck with Aaron Rodgers again, it wouldn't be a bad problem to have. He, he is a four-time MVP, um, so that's always a positive. But at the same time, we are wasting a first-round pick, essentially, just keeping Jordan Love on the sidelines, and that is something that I would like to see come to an end. So... Which brings me to this point. Brian commented uh, during his press interview saying that he's excited to see Jordan grow and play. And certainly he expects that that will be here. Um, essentially, this is the news recap that uh, Brian pretty much noted on. He said that he's he thinks that love is ready. 
uh, to play, and he thinks he's ready to be an NFL starting quarterback. He's worked really, really hard uh, and shown a lot of progression in that uh, love is he, – he's eager. He's, he's chomping at the bits to play. He wants to be a starter. He wants to get on the field. Um, it's not on the slide, but Goot also did make mention uh, that – They've been in constant communication and contact um, with with Jordan, pretty much prepping him and saying, like, in different situations, how he would handle things as a starter. And he said that he's really excited because he sees that Jordan answers those questions right away and that uh, he feels very confident that he would be just fine under center uh, as quarterback one. Um, and then he also added that uh, he's absolutely comfortable like i just said um if jordan is the quarterback for uh for green bay next season i do want to make mention also just real quick that if you look at the comparison between the jordan love news recap and then the one for here for aaron Rodgers, who is of course uh qb1 at the moment um it's very different so it's very similar to what i said uh, in the beginning of Packers Corner, but essentially Rodgers has not told the Packers his plans. Um, they haven't talked at all since the end of the 2022 season, so they haven't spoken since January. It's almost been three months. Um, and then Brian, the thing with Brian is that uh, he has always um, insisted that the Packers want Aaron. You know, we want to bring him in. We want to bring him back. Uh, so we can essentially run it back over and over and over again. And it was weirdly a different tone um, this time at the podium for Brian. Um, he pretty much said, hey, look, he's a great player. He's been great for us. But we can't deal with the uncertainty anymore. And I don't think that they're going to continue to do it because they have they, they want somebody who's fully committed. And so I think that what's going on um, with talks at Lambeau now is that uh, Matt LaFleur, uh, Brian Gutenkunst, and um, the, uh, the, like, Russ Ball, you know, all, all the other guys that are up there um, are probably getting together and saying, we need commitment. If Aaron wants to give us that commitment, cool. If not, we know that Jordan's committed and we need to roll with Jordan because they are in not necessarily win now mode or even, you know, reload, but not necessarily rebuild either. They're they're in that sweet spot of where like a lot of teams say they're like a quarterback away. I don't think we're a quarterback away right now. I think Jordan Love will be like really good in his first year, but I think it, it will realistically take us about three or four years to be in championship contestant with the other people in the league. Um, I'm rambling, but to wrap it all up. Um, yeah, I, I think that uh, Aaron Rodgers' time in Green Bay is probably coming to a close. Of course, I've said that for a while. You guys got anything? I think you pretty much covered it. I just think I think he's gonna be back. I don't know. I got a feeling. 
Like, I why, just, though? I, just, I, I don't know. It just, like... I, I don't the know, like most, it's the most Aaron Rodgers thing to do, let's be honest. I also just don't know if the Packers are actually going to... The Packers have not convinced me that they'll tell him no. I could see that. Like, like and I'm not saying... like. Am I saying it's like the worst decision ever if you do it? No. But it's like until you prove to me that you can say no to him, I'm going to keep saying, oh, he's just going to go back. Or he'll retire. But, I mean, there's a difference between him retiring and getting traded or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I watched his um, I watched his little uh, like podcast that he did with um, with that one dude that I guess is like a really close friend of his or whatever. And while a lot of it wasn't about football, it did kind of hint at a lot of things. Um, one of the big things being that while he was in his darkness retreat or whatever, he had a whole day where he just thought about being retired. And he had a whole day where he just thought about coming back and playing. And he said he felt a calmness and was like at peace with both. Um, so... I pretty much chalk that up to essentially it's going to be however he's feeling that day. Yeah, pretty much, so, yeah. Um, that's that's my input. Uh, if you are a fellow Packers fan, because I know that we have a couple that have commented on our recent post, uh, go ahead and leave your comments, man. How do you feel about this Rogers watch? What do you think is going to happen? And are you ready for Jordan Love season? Because it is right around the corner. Um, that's and at it least for, it'll be uh, over soon. Uh, yeah. Um, what love season? No, I mean the like knowing what's gonna happen. Oh because yeah, you, like yeah. it says it's gonna be done before March fifteenth, and Aaron Rodgers said it's gonna be done before free agency. Yeah, so I you're either that... gonna know you have him, or you don't have him, or you're figured out. Yeah, I'm almost positive we'll get a we'll get an answer by probably the middle of, of next week, hopefully. Um, now not... now let's. I want to talk about this now. You're you're all for J Love coming in. It's fine. We'll go with that. Rogers gets traded. You know that contract he's got. He's still got like what sixty million. Yeah, we're gonna have to eat a lot of that contract. Okay, that's the thing. How you you think you're getting one to two first round picks? Do you understand that if you get one to two first round picks, you're gonna eat that entire contract? I don't think we're no getting one shot. to two. Well, I think we're getting one. You're you're gonna eat about forty five million of it then, at least. Yeah, and we're fully prepared I would. for that. Okay, as long as every, as long as you know that, because it's like if any team, because it's one of those where it's like if you want a team to take his entire contract, you'd be lucky to get a fifth, because that's a lot of money for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's no. still that's sixty million dollars though. Yeah, year, but right. It, it's sixty million a year, right? But hear me out. If you are a QB needy team and you feel like you're really just one one quarterback away, essentially, right? Why not? Like, why not take the shot and go for Aaron Rodgers? What QB needy team is one is one QB away? Miami. Tua was Fair. fine. Huh? Tua was okay. We were just talking about how he might. No, I know. Be. I'm just saying. I mean, other than okay, so you got Miami. Okay, you're not wrong. Yeah, too. Other than other than that, there's the really Jets? not one, right? I don't know. They're still kind of young. 
they're kind of young, but because they, they don't really they, have much, they just don't have much experience. I don't so think they hard. need it. If you got if you got Rodgers and then you've got all their weapons that they have on offense, plus that defense. I mean, they they were being considered as a playoff team last year for the longest time until Zach Wilson completely ruined their season. So let's let's not like let's not act like Rodgers can't go to the Jets or the Raiders or Miami and take them to the playoffs. Well, I mean, he'd take, are, to the, he'd take him to the playoffs for sure. Okay, but those are also all three one quarterback away teams. I just don't. I just don't know about eating. I just don't know about taking that whole sixty million dollar contract. And they wouldn't. Absolutely, they wouldn't. But, as long as yeah, I mean, I just, I just don't want any. I, I just feel like if you're, if you're the package, you're like, I don't want the contract at all. Okay, well, if I'm the team trading for him, I'm taking the whole contract. I'm giving you probably a third. Maybe it's, no, I'll we, give you we, a second. We've fully understood that we're not gonna, we're gonna have to eat some of that contract. The only thing that's good for that is that, um, the only person that we really have to pay, pay within like the next year and a half is is Aaron Jones. Um, of course, he's Jordan a running Lovell. back. So. Yeah. So, and then the only the other person that we would have to be paying is um is Jordan Love. However, with contract restructures that we've done, we'll be able to. We'll, essentially, we'll be able to pay that because with all the contract restructures that we've done, even if we did, um, even if we did, like trade Rogers and have to eat some of that, I believe I'll have to check later. So don't quote me on this, but. I believe that we would have enough to still be underneath the salary cap for next year. $8 million. Yeah. So it wouldn't be much. It it wouldn't be much, but we could trade Rodgers and not bust the salary cap. Yes. So not a big deal, but anyways, we'll, uh, we'll move on and hopefully Rodgers makes his decision. I don't know. I'll be happy either way. I'm a Packers fan through and through. I'm not a, I mean, I am a Rodgers fan, but I'm also a Jordan Love fan. So, whoever's slinging the uh, the old pigskin for the green and gold has my vote. So, um, that's all for Packers Corner, man. If you liked all the content and stuff uh, or anything that we said, feel free to like, comment, subscribe. And until next time, we will see you guys later. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Panthers Corner, man. Let's uh, Let's jump right into it. I mean, it's combine week. We're here. The the QB, the talk of the QBs has now skyrocketed through through the roof of the Carolina Panthers. I mean, I God, it's gonna be a long offseason between this guy's too short, this guy's this, that guy's that. It's it's gonna be the longest offseason, but I'm calling it now. I'm expecting if the Panthers are going to move up, I would expect it to happen sometime after pro days, which is next I week, think, week after. I think Bamba's is like March 10th, March 15th. Okay, so yeah, sometime within day. the next – within by by April, by the beginning end of, of March, April. Early April. In, yeah, end of March, early April, if the Panthers are going to trade up for their guy, they're going to go ahead and do it just so they can secure that spot. Um, the, it's looking more and more like it's going to be the third pick 
just because one, it's not going to cost as much. And two, you'll secure yourself at least one of the top three QBs. No, no and the Bears probably don't want to move back to nine. If if yeah, if the Bears don't move, yeah, the Bears don't want to move back to nine. But if the Bears stay at one, you at least secure one of the top two. If the Colts jump to one, we'll at least secure one of the top three. Either way, it's a win-win for Carolina. Um, but we'll jump right into this, man. Uh, you guys see who I've got my sources from. So Will Kunkel from Fox and Joe Pearson. And for Panther Twitter, you guys know these are some pretty good people to follow to get your sources from. Um, pretty much as expected, the Panthers will not be using their franchise tag this year. Um, there's really nobody on the team that is kind of worth a franchise tag. So I guess that means they're going to be working on an extension with Brian Burns. So that's probably already in the in the process right now. At least it should be. Um, yeah, I think they I think someone asked uh, Scott about it, and they said they haven't been working on numbers yet, but they knew they were going to try to. Yeah. Pretty well, soon. you should have known when they declined two first round picks for him that he was going to be yeah, yeah. A, a, a Panther for a while. Um, Anthony Richardson uh, has flew up draft boards, and all he's done is done interviews and talked to teams he hasn't even through yet. So Saturday, uh, tomorrow, because we're filming this on a Friday night, so tomorrow, uh, five o'clock, right? Starts at five. I believe so. Yeah, well, I think it's, yeah. I think it starts at one. Oh, combine starts at it starts at one because okay. um because yeah because Wednesday well no, Thursday Friday it started at three Saturday Sunday the drills start yeah, at one one so they might throw we at have, five we have we have QBs wide receivers and tight ends tomorrow so it'll start at one not five I apologize that's I'm amazing. so excited that's the um, only like part of the combine I actually watch and I'm so yeah, excited for it yeah you have no idea how you think we feel because. Three of the top four QB prospects are all doing everything, so that's oh, exciting to watch. I forgot to mention it in uh in Packers Corner, but uh the Packers have talked to like three uh, of the top like wide receivers, tight ends, and I think like one or two QBs. Um, they're like later round dudes, anyways. So yeah. I think it's somebody to just sit behind Jordan Love or or Rogers. Um, but we have talked to, I know we've talked to. Uh, Quentin um, Johnson. Yeah, Quentin Johnston. We've talked to uh, JSN, and we talked to... Addison? No, we talked to... Uh, oh, Jalen Hyatt. We talked to Jalen Hyatt from Tennessee. And then yeah. uh, we talked to Kate Stover. We've talked to Michael Mayer, and we've talked to um, Georgia. Who uh, tied in out of Georgia? Don't know Washington. How did you talk yeah. to Kate Stover? Not Kate okay. Stover. Oh, man. Oh, brother, this guy stinks! Oh, rough day. Oh, off. this all over again. Rough day oh, in the office. Jeez, it's please. a short. It's going to be a short. It's a short. Oh, um, short. There you go. short it. Um, Shout out to short. So, uh, I was, I'm glad you actually brought that up because Jordan Addison said that, uh, has pretty much come out and said he'd love to be a stealer. He told Mike Tomlin to come get him. We didn't want to move. Yeah, okay. You you wanted to move. Whatever. <laughs> back to Panthers Corner, man. Let's get back to this, man. Anthony Richardson is a fan of both Cam Newton and Lamar Jackson, so he started calling himself Cam Jackson. 
interesting. Um, in high school, in high school, in in high school, he was calling himself Cam Jackson. Um, yeah, makes it a little bit better. So yeah, um, high praise for himself. Um, very high standards as these two are two of the greatest running dual threat QBs we've ever seen. Um, but very high standards this is trying to get himself to. But he's he's talking himself into a top three, top five pick is what it sounds like. And if he comes out tomorrow and looks very well, yeah, he's, he's liable to be a top three pick. And to add to your point, I think you brought it up, but I don't remember. But everybody's saying that, well, everyone's saying that everyone that he had interviews with is saying like that he he was the absolute he blew them best away. interview. Just he blew them all blew, away. Yep, blew every yep. single one of them away. So. I've also heard that uh, I, I know that you're not very fond on them anymore, um, but CJ Stroud has also been giving amazing interviews lately. I think they've all pretty much been doing good, to be honest with you. But I think that Anthony Richardson has been kind of really kind of been the best. Out. Honestly, yeah, he's definitely been the standout from the, yeah. from the draft. From what but I, I think all of them's been really good, even Levis and all of them. Um, so another thing, he speaking of Levis. Uh, Will Levis said he enjoyed breaking down plays and talking ball with Josh McCown during his meeting here with the Panthers. Um, that's cool. You know, he can enjoy what he wants. Uh, we've all seen the video that came out on TikTok. He posted of him eating the banana with the banana peel on. So absolutely disgusting. Uh, <laughs> um, I think I threw up when I watched that. Um, absolutely hate it. I don't want him. I don't care. He can break down whatever he wants with the Panthers, but he's not going to break down and buy a house in Charlotte because I don't want him here. Um, so <laughs> Dalton oh, Kincaid, wow. Dalton Kincaid was the other Disgusting. tight end who we met with, not uh, Kate okay. Stover. Kate Stover, if um, you're watching this, I just want to let you know. And, and also, uh, to, to come up with your, the Packers are meeting with Jalen Hyatt. So the Panthers, because Scott Fritt has come out and said that he wouldn't mind adding to the wide receiver room, looking for a deep threat receiver, which we haven't had since Ted Ginn. We had Robbie or Robbie or no, Chosen is it? Ch- He's the chosen one. His chosen name is Chosen. I had to make sure. I, I didn't remember this week. I thought he changed it again. I, hell, I don't know. There, there will um, be a meme there, <laughs> probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've met with Jalen Hyatt. Also, I'm for it. I, I'd love to get Jalen Hyatt just for a downhill threat. We ain't had one since technically Ted Ginn Jr. To be honest with you. So yeah, I'd like to have one. Yeah, I wouldn't mind Jalen Hyatt, so it'll be interesting to see how that, the word how that goes. Fitterer, this is going to be a sexy draft, and that would be a sexy pick. That would be, yeah. I think Carolina's going to make some interesting draft picks this season, so be on the look for that. But don't Also, while I'm talking about that, don't forget April – when's the draft? April 27th 27. is Thursday night. Thursday we night. We will be going live and watching the entire first round. With everybody, come in. We'll let's be talk. Here with you, I want to hear all the good stuff. I want to hear all the bad stuff. If you're happy who your team picked, that's great. Um, Bears fans, Saints fans, when you come in, we're probably gonna talk crap to you, and we really don't care. So it is what it is. Um, but we still we love all of you, man. We're, we're glad to y'all. We'd love for everybody to come and join, hang out with us, have a good old time. <clears throat> um, um, I know this is a uh, Panthers corner, but I just got to do my weekly reminder. That guy's good at football. Mm. Why do you do all this during Panthers Corner? <laughs> he forgets to do it during Packers Corner. I do. I forget Come to do on, it during Packers Corner. Um, so it came out the other day that the Panthers had contacted Aaron Rodgers. 
I knew that was a lie as soon as I heard about it. Because first off, that would be tampering. And, well, the Dolphins don't have a first-round pick because of tampering, so why would we do it? Um, So, despite media reports, the Panthers have not contacted Aaron Rodgers. Also, the Panthers have not contacted the Packers about Aaron Rodgers. Because it's illegal. Like, we can't, I won't say illegal, but it's against the rules and against the policies of the NFL. That would be tampering, and we cannot do that, or you lose your first-round pick. So, no, the Carolina Panthers have not and will not – well, they have not reached out to the Packers. If something happens, I'm sure, like Frank Reich has said and Scott Fritt has said, all options are on the table. And, yes, that means Aaron Rodgers. Yes, that means Derek Carr. Yes, that probably means Jimmy Garoppolo. And, yes, that means trading up for a quarterback. Just Panther fans need to learn. Just because something comes out doesn't mean you have to freak out about it. Well, I'm going to talk about Derek Carr here in a minute, but, you know. In on just saying. Yeah. yeah. When, I, when, when, when Scott Fitz says we're going to be in on every deal, he means it. And it's good because you don't want him to say we're going to be in on every deal and then never be in on a deal because then he just lied to you. But now it's one of those – he doesn't mean like, oh, we're going to throw a bid in. No, it means – Hey, what you want for him? We want this. Cool. Click. If we really want him, we'll call you back. If we don't, we don't. But we're in on every deal. It's just how it is. And I like that in a GM. I like a, I like a GM that wants to be in on everything, hear, hear what they want for this guy and whatever. So why not? I mean, you know. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, another thing, just because obviously it's kind of my side of the fence as well, um, so it goes both ways. Uh I just kind of want to make a note here. I didn't see anything about Rodgers being, or the, even the Packers talking to the Panthers in reference to Rodgers until I think you guys posted it in our group chat. Like it was, it was not reported at all, not on Packers Twitter by our like beat reporters, not by like any of the pages. And obviously I have a, I have a fan page. Um, and I didn't even see it from my sources. So I'm like, I'm like, where is this coming from? Because it's not yeah. from Schefter. It's it's not. I, I from, think I think somebody like, on Twitter. I think somebody on Twitter dropped something, and I don't know if they were a real, if they really had sources, or if they're just kind of making something up to get I think it, it going. They're it they're probably trying TV to be in the Rogers it. storm. I re- it was someone on like TV said it. That was a real reporter. Yeah, and then it was like, oh, everybody's freaking out about it, and yeah. then Will Kunkel and um. Everybody was oh, like, hold on a second. Hold on. Let me go talk to who we got. And everybody was like, no, we can't. They can't do that even if they wanted to. <laughs> well, it's just like the thing with uh, with what Schefter just did on that podcast, saying that Lamar was going to uh, the commanders. Yeah, you, you can't do that, dude. That, that, you lose a lot of credibility doing stuff like that. I feel like Schefter knows that he's like lost a lot of credibility. He just doesn't care. I mean, yeah, he, we knew he's trolling. Yeah, that's true. Um, let's see what else we got, man. Uh, here we go. So Frank Wright and Scott Fitt had took center stage at the combine. Not today. This was the other day when they first started. So I just these are older tweets. Um, they said the biggest takeaways is the culture is changing in the building with Wright for for the good, which is always good. You always when a, when a team new new coach comes in, you always want to build your own culture, have the team around the coach in a good way, and and you want to you want to fight for the coach. Want to you know. Yeah, just pretty much build the culture the, the correct way, the way you want the culture to be in the locker room. Uh, the QB evaluations are just now starting. Yeah, the combine just started, so yeah. Um, 
they want to draft a QB, but only if it's the right fit and price. So that's why I'm saying I feel like tomorrow is going to be huge for the Panthers. Plus, that's why I don't think Carolina would trade up to one because trading back all the way to nine, which doesn't sound like much, but when the Bears are in prime position to get Jalen Carter or Will Anderson, they're not going to want to get out of the top four. Yeah. So that's why I'm thinking they're going to drop back to four and then Carolina probably best bet would go to three to Arizona because Arizona could fall back and still take Tyree Wilson. Do we think that Jalen Carter still goes top four in the draft considering his situation that he's in right now? Depends on it, yeah. what he gets charged. Well, if he gets charged with anything. Yeah, because he went, he went, he flew back to Georgia, dealt with all that, got locked up, paid bond, 6,000 bond, got out, and then flew right back to Indianapolis. He was at the combine yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, I don't know. It'll oh, be interesting to see where the, the Jalen Carter thing goes. Um, but And Frank Wright says, it is safe to say the Panthers have met with the following quarterbacks. Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, AR-15, Hendon Hooker, and I can also add in Max Duggan from TCU. So they have now met with six QBs. Um, I mean, they're going to meet with all of them. That's just what they're going to yeah, do. Yeah. Um, A lot of good options much- there, though. Yeah, I mean, and, and it sucks because I really wish Hendon Hooker was like 22 because I would be all down for four of these guys. Now I'm down for three of them, but I'd be down for four of them. Mm-hmm. So, but Hendon Hooker being 20, being 24, going to be 25 being drafted just really, to me, just really hurts the stock. Some people think that Hendon Hooker is the best QB in this draft class. Fine. Opinions, everybody has them. Do your thing, but I don't. I don't think he is. Um, but definitely not the best. Nope, not the best. Um, and then we'll jump to this right here. Uh Mister uh, Mister Jerry Richardson, uh, the founder and the original owner of the Carolina Panthers before it was sold back in twenty seventeen. Right, 2018? 20... Maybe. 18? 2019? Yeah, 2019? okay. So between 2017 and 2019, uh, Jerry Richardson sold the Carolina Panthers to David Tepper. But uh, Jerry Richardson passed away uh, the other night, uh, surrounded by his loved ones and his family. So we send our condolences here at Pack the Bank to the Richardson family. And, you know, we pray for, for nothing but peace and comfort for the Richardson family and you know, so even though Absolutely. all the stuff happened with Jay Richardson and all that, but you know, we still don't still gonna, you know, appreciate his life and be thankful that he brought football to the Carolinas. Because without mm-hmm. Mr. Jay Richardson, there would be no Panthers and we would be cheering for someone stupid like who knows. Don't the Broncos. Even stay- um, oh, okay. All right. All right. That's not so, where I thought that was going. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um Oh God! I just want Broncos fans to come and be like, oh, "Super Bowl Fifty, yeah." Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, I've got two videos here to talk some more about some stuff that happened on uh, ESPN with Dan Orlovsky, and then this this other guy I don't even know his name, but these are just two interesting videos. So Matt Miller, something like that. 
Yeah, look, you definitely get the sense that they are all in on Anthony Richardson. I know it's going to make Dan very happy. The athleticism is there. The arm strength is there. And you hear this offensive staff led by Frank Reich, they believe that they can develop a quarterback with play, you know, guys like Jim Caldwell is there. Thomas Brown, they bring him from the L.A. Rams. So you're going to do a lot of vertical things down the field. I think this is a good situation for Richardson. A top 10 pick, which we're all expecting. They can bring back Sam Darnold, who can really hold the door for a year and then let someone like Richardson develop. Or I think you get him on the field immediately, see some packages for him, a lot like we saw at Florida in 2021. But then you get him more ready to be that starter in 2024. And I do think this is an ideal situation for him. As a guy who it's really feeling like he's a lock to be a top 10 pick. Yeah. So I just, I just want to say one thing. AR has a very pretty deep ball. He does. Yeah. yeah. From, his from what I just saw. Is, his deep ball looks very, very swift, very, very easy, honestly. Yeah. It looks like it's he's just got a, a, Oh, it's beautiful. He's but, got a very yeah, he, snappy release and like a very is. tight spiral. I like that a lot, actually. I didn't realize that uh, watching his stuff um, a couple weeks ago when we did the uh, the QB rankings. Um, but yeah, that was that was really pretty. His uh, his outside ball could be a little bit better outside the numbers, but um, mm-hmm. but yeah, his his uh, straight line just go route balls. Yeah, like That's I said, man, AR. AR's biggest thing is his his completion percentage and all that stuff. I get that. But he, if, if you really think about it, he has all the tools to be one of the best QBs in the NFL, and I, and that's yep. a, let's saying a lot. But he does, and that's I'm not. It's, I'm not going to sit here and say he'll be he'll be a top three better than Burrow, Mahomes. Absolutely not. I'll never uh, say that. I'll never, never say okay, uh, okay. Um, you never know. But you know, oh, I know. I don't want to. I'm. I never give anybody that type of. Of credit because I you can't it's rare anybody's ever going to be like yeah, that guy's going to be better than Patrick Mahomes because until Patrick Mahomes no one ever said that guy's going to be better than Tom Brady let's be honest mm-hmm. so <clears throat> not wrong. but even even you could say no one's been no one's going to be better than Aaron Rodgers or your Peyton Manning because nobody really ever has been so I mean it's the same thing so it's it's hard um, and here's this other video of Mr. Dan Orlovsky who remember interviewed a couple weeks ago for a Panthers position, so kind of has a little bit of inside knowledge. I, I should have got that video from him on the Dan or, uh, the Pat McAfee show because he was he had some really good, interesting stuff he was talking about on there with him the yep. other day. But um, here's uh, Mr. Orlowski. Quarterback, and they need to take one early, okay? Where's the flaw of this roster? Yes. It's a Agreed. pretty good football team. Hmm. This is a team that is a top 10 potentially top five defense with all of their talent, an offensive line that is going to get much better over the next year or two, two decent backs, a really good wide receiver with good quarterback play. And, and like, I would go back to the Atlanta conversation. What team is going to jump in that division? Don't worry about New Orleans right now if you're Tampa Bay. Carolina. Yeah. I mean, I I think we're one of the teams that are QB away. And, and, you know, if it wasn't for the con, if we, if it was in in the biggest win now mode right now, and if it wasn't for his contract and all that, I, I wouldn't be totally against the Aaron Rodgers conversation. But because of going back to back of the QB carousel and all that, I think it's just time to move on from the QB carousel. You bring back Sam, which they've had discussions already about. 
They're talking to Sam and his agent about possibly bringing bringing him back. I don't ex- don't expect a huge contract, maybe a two year deal if that. Um, if they and do, he probably knows he'll be a backup. Yeah, hell no. Hell oh no. yeah, if, if unless we draft AR, and even then it's one of those where it's like you a- AR will probably sit for four to five six games, and then they'll probably throw him out there. But yeah. even yeah. if they don't, even if they don't. He sits a year. Sam didn't look awful last year. What are we going to do? Suck and then have a top 10 pick again next year, get another great weapon in front of AR, and then throw him out there and let him roll? Okay. Darn, that sucks. But AR sat a year. You was able to coach him up the way you wanted him, fix all the mechanics that you wanted to fix, and now his completion percentage is a 45, but now it's a 65. Because a 65% completion percentage is really good. It's decent, I guess, but still. But, you know, you know what I'm Unless saying. Unless you're Jared Goff, then it's just trash. Yeah. <laughs> it's but, just, it's um, time to get our guy. Pretty much that's it. Yeah. At, at the end of the day. Don't get somebody hate, else's left. I hate you, Jared Goff. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. At the end of the day, I mean, man, yeah. it's, it's one of those where it's like um, you just have to. Yeah, you've got to get your guy. You should have got your guy a couple years ago when Justin Fields was sitting on the board. Because I'm sorry, no matter what Cody says, and it's only because he's a Chicago Bear, Justin Fields is not going to be an awful QB if they can I like build Justin around Fields this as a man. quarterback. Actually, I just don't like the Chicago Bears. Oh, okay, I kind of figured you would just not like him because he's a Bear. <laughs> no, I actually really like Justin Fields as a as a yeah. quarterback. I think he's actually pretty good. And um, yeah, I'm not going to talk about the Packers right now because it's uh, you guys' corner. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, you should have got your guy years ago but they didn't and yep. now here we are so you've got the Derek staff. Carr is a terrible idea Derek Absolutely. Carr, trash oh, that's, idea. that's that's jimmy g thing. terrible that's, idea that's another thing uh, jimmy g is not a terrible idea jimmy g is a terrible idea yes it is colin no it's a terrible idea yes it is okay there's no reason that you should be paying a quarterback probably around the 20 million dollar range it makes no sense you're only going to have 20 million cap left minus 10 because you're going to have the NFL draft plus for reserves. You have 10 million dollars just been on free agency instead of 30 million dollars where you would have if okay, let's say you go get Jacoby or you bring back Sam Darnold. They're going to be like 10 mil, maybe 8. Okay, you can go out and sign all these defensive free agents. It makes literally zero sense to go get Jimmy G, who by the way is injury prone. So that makes it even worse. It literally makes no sense to do that. Now, if you want to say Sam Darnold or Jacoby Brissett makes sense because they're going to be cheap and who cares if they get hurt or anything because you have a guy right behind them. If you pay Jimmy G $20 million, which is probably what it's going to cost, maybe even more, and he gets hurt, you're screwed. So, yeah, it makes no sense to get Jimmy G. No sense at all. all right. Yeah, Are I am. Actually. Okay, yeah. let, me, let me tell you why it makes sense. Mm. And I want you to look at it this way. All okay, right? I will. Here we go. G- Jimmy G, okay. Mm. Yep. He was he was he was with the 49ers. He got them yep. as far as he could and took them all the way to the Super Bowl. And then they lost. Got them just let me finish. And they lost. Got them to the playoffs consistently. Mm-hmm. He still got replaced by Trey Lance, who we all on this show think is going to be a injury. bust because of an injury. But Hold listen, on. If he knows that he has a chance, even if it's just for a year, 
to be a starting quarterback, he will take less money while AR develops behind him. If they say, Jimmy, you're going to be a bridge quarterback, we need you to win a couple games, and if you can, cool. If not, you already know what you're here for. You're here to be a bridge. He's going to be better than Sam was. He's going to be better than Baker was, and he's sure going to be better than PJ was. But Jimmy G, Jimmy G could be really good for Carolina. How do yeah, you know he's going to be is, better than him, guys? Because are we not going to sit here? Are we not going to sit here? Are we not going to sit here and act like we haven't been talking about how he looked good, Purdy looked good, Trey Lance could look good? Is it because they're good, or is it because the Shanahan offense is good and they've got every weapon they need? I see what you're saying because, well, and I'll also say this: uh, when Baker went to the Rams, he looked like a totally different Baker for one game. Yeah, I wouldn't say for one game. He he did pretty well the rest of the season. I mean, he did have like the inconsistency and stuff, but I mean, I, I do think that he looked pretty decent. He looked a lot better than he did in Carolina. Um, not hard to do. It's not hard to do when Baker when Matt rules your head goes, but yeah, that's facts. That's facts. Um, I think. Yeah. Jacoby, and that's the thing. How do you know he's gonna not going to get a starting job somewhere? I would say Jacoby Brissett yeah. would probably be. The better that's, that's who I think because Frank Reich already has the ties. That's another reason why cut Carson Wentz out of it too. I don't think Carson Wentz is coming to Carolina. You no Carson. I don't even just, want Carson Wentz. Carson needs to go to the XFL. Yeah, that's take where he needs to take go. uh take take Norma Day's <laughs> job. He just lost far. his job. Take take Andrew Luck's uh, XFL job, bro. Yeah, you're good. Um, All right. <laughs> nah, but I think I think Brissett's the the main guy that I would focus on if you're going to bring back a bridge. But the way it sounds, it's going to be Sam Darnold. Yeah. If you're going to go get Sam, don't go get Jacoby. Also, yeah, you've also got Matt Corral, and you've also got PJ Walker. So it's gonna, you know. Hey, look, it's going to get real tight in that quarterback room. It always is. I mean, we know it's going to get cut. Yep, it's going to be the same as last year. You guys think more than likely PJ? depends that's, if that's if somebody probably, gets hurt then no. yeah if nobody gets hurt then one hundred percent because he doesn't have any ties to well technically has ties to Frank Reich yeah but Frank Reich Frank cut Reich him also five cut times. him like ten times so five times yeah really he's cut him five or six times so why not cut him again okay so he's out yeah. yeah pretty much he was out last year he was out last year before Matt Crow got injured. Oh, yeah, he was gone. He was going to be gone, but then Matt Corral getting hurt saved him. Yeah, which sucks, but whatever. Yeah, well, I really yeah. want to see Corral I think, play. I think yeah, PJ, not, we all do. We all wanted to, but now we're here. So good job, Matt. Matt Rule. You Try to tell a bunch of people. Try to tell a lot of people that yeah. before it happened. The but, issue no. was, and at the end of the day, if any Panther fan wants to get in the comments and argue, we'll argue. The reason that Matt Corral will not be the QB1 of the Carolina Panthers ever and will probably never get a meaningful snap is because of Baker Mayfield. Tried to tell you. Tried to tell you, boys. Tried to tell you. Because if you're going to go draft a guy in the third, fine. Why would you Why would you pick up Baker? What, what, I mean, and what you're did paying you achieve Sam 18 that? mil. And you, were, and you picked up a fifth-year option on a QB who was already injured and missed six games already. And then was a QB2. And, and then in training sad. camp, you gave P.J. Walker the third-string reps instead of your third-round rookie. Instead of the third-round rookie. And then you were going to end up cutting the guy that you gave the third-round snaps to. But what you did was you put the rookie in that didn't know what he was really doing, and he got injured. Freak injury because he got stepped on by an offensive lineman. But 
Still. Still. Yeah. You yeah. put it, I mean, that's, that's, it's all on Matt Rule and it's all on Baker Mayfield. I, yeah. I don't blame Baker as much, but I'm just saying bringing Baker in. So it's Matt Rule's fault. Baker, bringing in Baker was, yeah. Oh, bringing yeah. in yeah, Baker that, was awful. Yeah. That, that, I was on that from the jump too. That Matt Rule displayed it was terrible. I, even I yeah, didn't Matt, like it. But, yeah, the Matt all right. Rule you guys want to, awful, but yeah. All right. You yeah, guys want to we'll move on in. to these rankings? Yeah, we'll um we'll do these offensive interior rankings really fast. Alrighty. Um, we might actually have a short show today, boys. I know, right? We might actually get through this in, in less than an hour and a half. Good job, guys. Um, wow. <laughs> Maybe we'll get um, more views that way. I don't know. <laughs> I'd hope, but um. Anyway, uh, these are my top five interior offensive linemen. Um, yeah, I. Kind of just threw this together. Um, Ooh, I don't know. As, I'm, Go back. Not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. I don't know as much about the interior offensive line this year. As a Panther fan, I've not had to look at the offensive line as in a major part of my life this year for the draft, which is the first time in ever. So I'm kind of laid back, enjoying myself <laughs> when it comes to the we, offensive line. We don't line either. For once. In, in but, we, we've got a pretty <laughs> solid line, so I don't. Yeah, but, like, you guys have had one for a while. We haven't. So, for the first time yeah. ever, we're like, whoo, thank God. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, we'll Imagine start at number five, man. Oh, it's a great line. We both take a lineman off the board, and we're like, why? Yeah, it's like, really? Really? Come on. Um, nah, we'll start at number five, man. Andrew Voorhees. I don't have comps for these guys. I don't I don't really. I'll be honest with you. Don't you. I, don't, I don't know. You yeah, don't I, don't, care. I, I really didn't care, to be honest with you, for these guys. Um, this is the part of the video that you skipped too. I I apologize. Yeah, we, yeah, we're sorry. yeah, we're sorry. Yeah, you're not getting a whole lot of meat. Go back to Packers Panthers corner. Like you're not five, gonna get a whole lot here. Five of the views of these guys of this video will be these five guys, and they're like, oh, you just don't care about us. And I'll be like, yeah, sorry, <laughs> it is what it is, buddy. Um, I, I, hope, I, I hope. Yeah, I hope whoever these guys go to, they play very well, except for when they play the Panthers. So yes. Anyway, uh, number five. I'm not a Packers fan. Whatever. And the Packers. Ooh. Um, mm. Shut up. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, we should when when we go to the when uh, we go to the Panthers game this year. Because uh, shout out by the way, if you guys want to do a meetup with the Pack the Bank crew, we will actually be in Charlotte for the Packers Panthers game. That is two of the three of us. Later yes. this season. Yeah, two of the three. Yes, two of the three of us. Um, myself and Aaron will be there. Uh, we should we should jersey swap. You should you should wear oh, my love that. jersey, and I'll like wear one of your little girly jerseys that you guys I would love it. I would love it if we didn't. Um That's fair. That's pretty good, wasn't it? Um Yeah. I don't want to go home. Okay. Um, I don't want to go home smelling like a loser. Uh, Okay. okay. All right. All right. I'm gonna hate you for a week. I promise you that. Okay, here we Um, go. Andrew Voorhees, man, let's get into him real quick. Uh his pros for me, man, was um his power at a point of attack is, is very good, which is which is always great. His pass protection is really good, and he has really he has phenomenal blocking radius. So I mean, he's 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 just overall he's a great he's a great offense interior offensive lineman. I think he's a center. So he's a guard. He's a guard. I lied. Um, just kidding. Was left guard. I was making sure. I was making sure you guys are paying attention. Um, yeah. so yeah, has the versatility. Yes, he has very much versatility. He's very versatile. Um, his foot speed's a little, little. Mm-hmm. Um, 
He doesn't have very great lateral agility, and he his pad level needs to get better. Um, he's bad about being a little too high. And if you've played football growing up and all that, one of the main things they always tell you is lowest man wins, and that is the very true thing because if they – if he somehow needs to double team a, an edge or something and they get lower than him, they're just going to blow right by him. So, uh, Wisconsin's Joe Tipman, um, he has a lot of experience. He's been, he's, 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 he has a lot, he has an insane amount of experience. He's, I think he's been a starter ever since he's been at Wisconsin. I'm probably wrong he about has. that. But that's okay. Um, oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, his his up the upside of his flexibility is insane, and he has his height, his weight, and his athleticism are all off the charts. Um, is, I believe he, he also has a sweet mullet. I think he, he does, does too. And there's nothing wrong. There's there's nothing better than a little business in the front, party in the back, baby. Um, That's right. Fact. So <laughs> so um, but I. I his leverage isn't isn't the greatest, and his mechanics are kind of late. Um, so he he might get he he's kind of bad about getting beat off the line just because his his mechanics are a little slow, a little later than they should be. Uh, Luke Weipler, I may be saying that wrong. But that's okay. From Ohio State, uh, the Ohio State University, I should say. Um, All right, let's ex- relax. <laughs> he has excellent range. Uh, his control technique is is amazing, and uh, his, he's one of the best interior pass blockers in the in the class this year. Um, to be honest, the entire offensive interior line is is kind of kind of deep this year, which is nice. Um, mm-hmm. mo- mainly, though, the depth of the entire NFL draft is kind of on the defensive side, with your linemen, your edges, and then your corners are f- insanely deep. But we'll get to that starting next week because defensive rankings start next week. Um, his strength isn't all that great. He's not the strongest guy. He's He can be outreached, which isn't great. So I don't know the exact measurements, but I think he has he's a little on the smaller size when it comes to his arm length. And then um, he's he has a his versatility is lacking, so he's not very versatile. But you know something you can fix. Which is always good when you can draft a guy and fix the things that you get. You know. um, yeah. John Michael Schmitz from Minnesota. Um, Ew. <laughs> um, he has a very sturdy build. Big dude. Very big dude. Um, he's fluid and he has an athletic flow. So he's, he's, he's just an athletic guard. I mean, it's just what an interior offensive lineman. He's just very, very athletic. Um, and his hand placement is phenomenal. As a you know, as I've said before, a kid that used to play in the interior offensive line, um, I love nothing more than watching these these big behemoths go at it. Um, pause. Pause. Yep. Pause. <laughs> but um, his hand placement's awesome. His big issue is he's gonna be, he's he's gonna, he's twenty four, so he's gonna be coming out of the league twenty four. Um, but his pad level is not that great, and um, he, he's bad about being a little too high, which we talked about down low with one of the other guys. And he's not hes not a very dynamic player. He's not overly dynamic. But, you know, I, I still have John Michaels, my second um, 
interior offensive lineman. And the reason he's second is because I've never seen somebody just as good as Osiris Torrance. This dude from Florida is a dog, literally. Um, mm-hmm. His his dominance in the run game is scary. That dude is just all around. He's just scary. Um, at the point of attack, he's he's the most physical guy in the in the draft. And his passport, he's an anchor for the pass protection. Um, he when as he's pass protect, good luck. That's all I'm saying. Good luck um, on a trying to get past this guy to get, get to his quarterback. Um, my biggest cons with him though is his his he doesn't have his lateral agility isn't that great. Um, he has limited range in his pass protection. That's that's the only little knock of his pass protection I'd give to him is his limited range. Um, and I feel like he has to be in a specific scheme, um, which is you know kind of another thing. Which I feel like you can I feel like you can adapt to any scheme if coached right. It just yep. you have to be with the right coaching staff. You got to be with the right offensive line coach. So these are my five interior offensive linemen. Uh, you know, comment below what you guys think about these guys, and you know what I'm right about, what I'm wrong about, and all the other fun stuff. So, And I have a, I have a very biased honorable mention, uh, a guy named Chandler Zavala from NC State. Uh, he's an absolute dog. He's the best offensive lineman State had last year. I believe he was a first-team All-ACC. Could be wrong on that. But he's been really good for us the last two years. He's better. He's a lot better in pass protection than he is run, like run blocking. So – Kind of just depends on what scheme you kind of run. Do you pass more? Or do you run more? I'd probably go like a maybe it could be a backup on the Chiefs for a couple of years and then maybe take over after one of their dudes are leaving because they want to work with him. Um, but he could also play left tackle for you if you absolutely need him to. So versatility is there. But he's you a guys, late uh, guy. You guys mind if I do some uh, some breaking news real quick? We have our Uh-oh. first piece of breaking news on Pack the Bank. Breaking According news. to. Aaron Nagler, who is a beat writer for the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers is in New York City, looking to either go to the, looking to either go to Indianapolis to talk with Brian Gutenkunst at the combine, or he is about to go to Green Bay and inform the Packers on what his decision is going to be. Mm. Big pocket, nice, nice, nice. Nice. Might be this is gonna be where we find so, out so tomorrow. What I, that's what I was about to say. We're gonna hear something by latest by Wednesday, hundred percent. Yep, because he is in. Uh, apparently, according what to, to Nagler's tweet, and I just retweeted it. According to Nagler's tweet, he is in New York right now. Nice. So nice. What I would probably... lo- I would love nothing more than for him to go tell them on Tuesday, and then he come on PMS and announce it himself. Yeah. Because he said that he won't say anything. He won't say anything until he's talked to the Packers first. So. Oh yeah, of course not. No, you want to. Um, and since CK, you were a little biased earlier. I would like to send a little combine biased out myself. Uh, linebacker Auburn from Auburn, Owen Papoa. Dog. Dog. Uh, my man ran a four three nine forty. That's a linebacker. Yeah, that's crazy. Dog. Yeah. He was – he ran – I think he's actually tied for the fastest 40 in a linebacker with Nolan Smith. Nah, he's Nolan, Nolan Smith he ran Nolan faster than Nolan. Seven? Did he, he run Nolan? Faster than Nolan. Oh, okay, okay. He, he was tied with 
Wait, who was he? Who was he tied with? Nolan who, Smith. Who ran like a four-two-seven this year? Somebody ran like that. that yeah, was, no, that was yeah, that yeah. was today. That was DJ yeah, was Turner. Today. That dude yeah. was That's, a monster. That's insane. Skyrocketed, skyrocketed his draft stock. He's a he's a corner, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or a safety. He's a corner or a safety. One of the corner two. from uh, Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. Michigan. Yeah. It was that, Nolan Smith that he tied with. Yeah. Okay. Dude, that's nine. a four-two-seven is insane as a cornerback. And then I I'm pretty. Oh, sure... just wait till tomorrow. Yeah, I'm very I'm excited sure. to see Jason. There's two Cincinnati I, guys that they think I are going to beat that. I can't remember who it was. I seen it. Um, receivers on these Auburn pages. Yeah, Cincinnati receivers that they think are going to. They think keyword there. Think they're going to run four twos. I could see. Uh, I could see either Quentin Johnson or uh, Jordan Adi- or uh, Jordan Jackson Smith and Jigba. Sorry, uh, beating that. Beat what? The four two, yeah. I don't know about that. I think they're four. Maybe three. not JSN, but Quentin Quentin Johnson. I could definitely. I, th- I think he's going to hit that four three. Something four three five something like that. We looking for him? Addison runs. Um, like four, I'm looking four. for. I don't remember if it was Derek Hall or if it was Owen Papoa, but one of them. I think it was Owen, and and don't quote me on this. Is Put up twenty nine reps on the bench press the other day. I think it was. I think it was yeah. Owen. One, of, I, it was Owen. So he's he's Owen number, was, he's he's number one in linebackers for strength wise when it comes to that. Now he was number Owen, one in everything except for like one category, and I think it was vertical, maybe. Yeah, I think it was vertical. It was vertical. I think, I think Nolan Nolan tested great too, though, dude. God, yeah, that's a, he was a, let, he was let a, me go to the combine. Great. I could hit two twenty five for like. Eight. <laughs> I think is eight. Is it will be like you'll be an eighth round draft pick, son? Just hey, wait a minute. Christian McCaffrey only got six of those. And, and let's he, be honest. And got, let's like, be honest. Round. Let's be honest. I mean, come on. You're now. right. Let's be honest. I'm faster than Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> but right. let's be yeah, honest. I'm faster. Hundred percent. Can't give. Can't. I can. Oh, I see. can confirm that. Um. Yeah. So Owen. So Owen was fifth in vertical, but he was oh, okay. first in and yeah and broad. He was fourth. All I'm saying most, is, most things use first. All I'm yeah. saying is if the Panthers draft my man and cut Shaq Thompson, you're not gonna hear me complaining. Oh, Isaiah Moore from NC State came in third for the bench. That man's Big a dog. dog. The edges tested great too yesterday, dude. All of them. They all tested Willow Anderson, dog. Yeah, this is a monster. This is starting dog. to look like a monster draft class. But dude, you know, we I, should have the fastest defensive end. That has ever come through the combine. So, and he's not even on our team. Oh, defensive end. Sorry, I thought you meant D back. Nope, nope defensive. Kalen, we we drafted Kalen Barnes, who has the fastest forty time ever, and then we released him. So you know, it's cool. Uh, uh, it's Barna is the one with the fastest defensive yeah. end for Cody. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. Barna. Well, anyways, he ran you guys a four three on these, uh, mocks. Yeah, next yep. week we'll we'll uh, we'll go over the whole combine. But yeah, let's. Pull up the mock stuff. Oh, uh, dude, none of the punters bench press this year. Boo. Ah, uh, L. Fat L. Dude, Ty that's Ozzie another thing. Smith did you guys? 34. Did, did you guys realize that? Uh, on the I think either ESPN or CBS's like schedule for the draft. I think the same day that uh that the corners or like defensive ends were going, that the punters and kickers were going the same day. That was day today. And they just completely left yeah. them out. 
Yeah, yeah they completely like left them out of the the scheduling. No man, no they didn't. No, they, I seen a uh, I seen a, a corner run the forty today, and then right after him was a place kicker. So, oh yeah, a lot of them just didn't do it. Put, put some they respect on that guy's name. He ran a, he ran like a four two six or a five two six or something like that, dude. And Christopher Dunn made every single kick that they have made. He was the only one who did it. Only one. Seventh round pick on the way, baby. My coach, yes, sir. Lou Groser award winner. Lou Groser, by the way, award winner. He's skyrocketing in the draft, baby. Skyrocketing. He's gonna be the next guy pick for NC State. First overall pick. First overall pick. Pick him. So we're gonna do Panthers and Packers. One Never seven round point. mock. I sl- I'm gonna slow this down because I'm gonna pause it when we start, and we're gonna do trades. I think okay. you may need to do like one and one. Yeah. So we're gonna do one trade in the first. No, We're I mean like do... I think you should do like a Panthers one. Oh. And then do a Packers okay. one. Okay. Well let's start That's with the Packers one then. Yeah, start with the Packers. Um so I'm gonna start slow because we're gonna see what Cody thinks about what trading he wants to do. Mm-hmm. So when it starts, um seven round, slow, yeah. You know. So you can do a trade now if you want to, Cody, before it even starts it. Yep. Yeah, so I think Rodgers gets traded, but I don't necessarily know if he still gets traded here. But let's have him go to the Raiders uh, in exchange for a, a in exchange for the Raiders' seventh round or the Raiders' uh, number seven pick, and that is it. Here we go. Okay. That was like instant accept. Wow. Oh, that is insanely slow. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna to, yeah. Okay. So here's who went and here's who's on the board. Okay. So I've actually talked about this a little bit that I know that we need safety help a lot because there's uncertainty with Adrian Amos and uh, Adrian Amos and Darnell Savage, especially with how they played last uh, last season. And actually it's really – kind of funny that I'm seeing the two names that we've talked to at the draft or at the uh, combine thus far being uh, Brian Branch and Jordan Battle. Both are amazing safeties. Um, but I've actually seen us having uh, Brian Branch mocked us a lot. So I think here we actually go ahead and shore up our uh, safety room and get Brian Branch at number seven. Miles Murphy. We took Miles Murphy. And they took it. Okay, I, never mind. Sorry, <laughs> that's, just, that's just stupid. Um, talk right. about another guy. Talk about another guy that uh, did a great combine. This is yeah, right here, he John Conce. Four six. Um, yeah, that that dude was crazy. But uh, also another guy that I have seen us mocked a lot, and um, he's he's right there. You don't have to click anything. Oh. Okay. Um, but my boy Jordan Addison, you are a Green Bay Packer. You're coming home to Lambo. He wants to be a Steeler, but yes, that's too bad, isn't it? All right, now speed it up. Speed this up. Okay, Packers got too many picks for this, right? <laughs> yeah, we have a ton of picks this we year. We have a lot actually. of picks. All right, number forty-three. I think that we actually go defensive end. Um because we're just trying to get some help for Rashawn Gary. 
And I think here we actually go ahead and take uh, Andre Carter. Good pick. I like that. Six, seven, massive. From the Army. Yep. We, we like the Army around here, I yep. guess. Yes, we do. Um, so from here, I actually think that we probably need to go ahead and shore up on the tight end. And I think that uh, Sam Laporta would probably be the best option. I don't see any of the other guys, and I do know. I was looking for Cade Stover, sorry. (laughs) Dude. (laughs) But I think uh, think Laporta would be really good for us. I was looking for your boy, dude. I'm sorry. I know, I know. I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, so so here we're in the, the fourth round. Usually this is where, for some reason, the Packers actually always hit pretty well on. I think we go another wide receiver just because we like to have a young core. Um, and we actually get A.T. Perry. Oh, I lo- oh, wow. Oh, I Great love pick. that. Great pick. Oh, that guy's a dog. A.T. Perry's a monster. Hey, just imagine with Christian Watson, A.T. Perry up there. That's all I'm saying. That's, all, that's all I'm saying. The Panthers drafted Tank Bigsby. Dub. Nice. <laughs> I drip. Smart pick. <laughs> that, actually, that actually is a really good pick. Um, so we also need a, an edge, and I was really looking at edges here actually um, a couple of days ago, and I think that Mr. Colby Wooden would be very good for us. Um, I like his speed and athleticism off the line, and I think that uh, the way that he uh, sheds the block and everything and actually gets to the quarterback is pretty fast. So I think that he would look really good. Auburn made. Yes, sir. Not wrong. <laughs> uh, all right. So now we are in round five. And... Oh, Keith Mitchell's a dog. Yeah, yeah he dog. is. Um, I think we need help at linebacker, though, also, even if it is somebody – so I actually think that we go uh, Cam Jones here from from Indiana. Nice, nice. Seems like a surefire, pretty good draft. What I'm seeing, man, you guys have five seventh round picks. We man. sure do. Jesus Christ, that's, that's what I'm talking bad. about. That's what I like to see. All I'm All saying, right. is baller of a player at number four. No way. Yeah, so I don't know how this happened. Uh, we are going to go ahead and take Zach Kuntz, uh at number 218. Oh. I don't know how he fell this far, but uh, yeah, we can shore up that tight end room even more. We have to find out how they really say his last name because that could be mistaken no, it for is, something very bad. It's definitely Zach Kuntz. Okay. I thought it was Kuntz. Nope. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just this guy's not in the draft, by the way, so don't take him. Yes, He's he not is. In the draft. He definitely is in the draft. I thought he was, and I took him one time. You said uh, Drake Peyton Thomas was Wilson. Peyton Wilson. Okay, sorry. Okay. Sorry. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure everybody here is actually in the draft. But... Yeah, they fixed right. it. Uh, okay. Cool. Um, okay, so I think here we're actually going to maybe start shoring up the, the the line a little bit. I know um, maybe center. We could take a center. Um so I think here the probably the best pick is going to be uh, Spencer Anderson out of Maryland. Um, he's a he's a pretty physical pass blocker. Um, has a has a pretty good uh, set. So we'll we'll take him as a round seven guy. Um, did you pick him? Huh? Yeah. Did you... oh, okay, I did not see. I did. did you? It went very oh quickly. wow! It went fast. I was Sorry. like, yeah, <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. 
Uh, all right, so let's go. Uh, let's go corner. Actually, I don't know why, but I feel like we need a corner. Maybe. Um, yeah, let's go. Um, I don't know. Let's go, Alex Austin, out of out of Oregon State. I don't know a whole lot about him, but this is. My first like five picks were actual players that I knew something about. Now we have like so many picks. I'm like, sure, dude. Uh, Matt dude's just throwing his fishing pole in the water, just hoping something bites. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. I do know for a fact though that we don't really have a dedicated fullback. We Hunter's 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 Hunter. Hunter. Yes. dude's a um, dog. Yeah, we'll we'll go that. And then uh, Tavion Thomas. Halfback oh, out of Utah. Special teams, okay. Special teams. Special teams. Okay, don't don't draft a place kicker. I don't care. Well, we don't need one. We we got one last year. God, look look at me. Eight. Golly, that's a nice draft, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> this don't miss. No, he's fucking good. That motherfucker don't miss, man. He's good. In the heat of battle, he don't miss. No. In the heat of controversy, he don't miss. No. Like <laughs> so uh. Packers fans. I don't, I don't like that. I don't. That's stupid. I don't understand these. Crap. I don't agree with that at all. Grades, but uh, but Packers fans, nice. this is this is my mock draft um for for this week. Uh, let let me let us know what you think. Let me know what you think. What you would have done better. This is all the guys that I would love to see in the green and gold this upcoming season. That's pretty great. That's it. If that's if nice. that's what our draft looks like, nice. If that's what our draft looks like. I'm I'm happy. Nice. I'm not gonna lie. I would actually really like A.T. Perry though, AT like Perry's as a later a round, as like a later round guy. Like if if we like somehow snuck him like late second, early like third round, that would be so yeah, he's, nice. He's a, he's so good. I'm I'm imagining right. like even if we don't get like Jason or something like that, if if we got like uh like Jalen Hyatt and then still got A.T. Perry, you imagine it's Christian yep. Watson, Romeo Dobbs, A.T. Perry, and Jalen Hyatt. My God. That's a receiving court. I'm looking at players, bro. I was just looking to see who's all on here. Some of these people I don't even know. Like, like who, the, who, the, who the crap is Micah Simon? Oh, yeah, I've never heard of that guy. Yeah, life. that's what I thought. You've never heard of Micah Simon? <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, Do three right, so- and 105 for nine, our first round pick next year, and a third. Third round of this year, 93. Whoops. Big pog. Let's find out. Yes. Big pod. All right. Here we go. Here we go, boys. Big Here big. we go. Oh, CJ Stroud gone. All right. Done, done. So, here's the issue is if it was me and Colin, me and CK sitting on the board right here, mm-hmm. we're taking Bryce Young. 100%. But, no doubt about it. If we're going to go by what the normal mold of a Frank Wright quarterback is historically speaking. Historically, Anthony. you are going to take Anthony Richardson, probably. Yeah, I'd agree. So, that. I'm going to take sadly Anthony. I'm not gonna say sadly, but I'm going okay, to take Anthony sad. Richardson. Wow. So, um, wow. It's I just, also, I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, come on. But I'm gonna go ahead and just put this out there. Honestly, if Bryce I Young. I wouldn't be either. But if Bryce, because I, from what I heard, Bryce Young was very nice when the Panthers met with him. Um, anyway, you put Bryce Young about the same size as C.J. Stroud, that dude would go first overall in 
Yeah, there'd be no question about it. Drafts. Every He's single mock draft ever. I'm Probably, bad. yeah. Like this dude, yeah, he'd have everything. So yeah, we're gonna go. If he was here. as big as Anthony Richardson, he'd be getting thrown around generational. Yes, the generational word would be going out. Wait, who did we there. take? Who, who did we take? I took AR. Took AR. Rich, AR fifteen. Quinn Johnson, let's go, baby. Quinn Johnson. Oh, okay. <laughs> Look at that, buddy. Excited, yeah. Sure. Yeah, we didn't even um, actually take him. I'm just getting excited over a mock draft. Look at right. um, Sika Ika is there. Oh, okay, yeah. Scroll down. Oh, see that personally, that's my pick. Okay. I'm not against it. Why wouldn't you take uh, Nick Herbig? Because he's like 230 pounds. <laughs> yeah, Sika is kind of a dog. I'm gonna lie. Sika is like, like what is he like 350 something like that. Yeah. Dog. Need him for that nose tackle. Dang it. Darnell Washington gone. That's oh, no. right. Wait, who? Might need to go. Oh, Jack Campbell. Isn't I keep wanting to see who we took in the second round. But I, I, I don't care. John Michael Schmitz. Wow. Nice. Dub. <laughs> Dub. The question is do you potentially try and trade back here? I mean, what, what are you guys' needs right now? I mean, you definitely need a linebacker. You need a tight end. It's most So here's the four people that want to trade with us. Look at, well, who's available at tight end right now for you guys? Everybody's gone. Except for um, Sham no, you, you got. LaPorta. I would just wait and get Zach down in the sixth. If he falls that far. So Okay, so let's do this. If you want 61... Trying to, I think it's gonna be the Patriots to be real, but see if Arizona will give you that. Nah, if you want 61, I want 76. Mm -hmm. And what do you think? 117? I'd say 107. 107? Yeah, and more. Okay, give me 184. No, go for 186. Give me my pick back. Go for 135. Yeah, nah, I mean, maybe try 135. Okay, let's try it. Get away! I mean, yeah. try it. No, just try it. Offer it. You have five tries anyway. Dorks, losers, losers. Get wrecked. What are you doing, Bill? What are you Out- doing, Belichick? Outplayed. Please Outplayed. fall. Please fall. Please fall. Please fall. Yes. Oh, Jack Campbell. Oh, dang it. Okay, fine. He's. Uh, I mean, he's one forty-one right <sighs> I now. I like this. I like Demarvin Overshawn. I like dude. Jack Campbell more. You than like his name. Jack Campbell. You okay, like the listen. thought of him. You don't actually like him. Jack Campbell is a. Act is like a middle linebacker. Is it's he the guy that really was linebacker. really like Luke Keekley too? Yes, he's working with Luke Keekley as well. All I'm saying is, if you get Jack Campbell, he is big enough to play a middle linebacker in a three-four. And then you draft. You can still draft on Pow 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 Pow. How you say his name? Popoa. What did you just say? Popoa. <laughs> I don't know how to say his name. Let's rock with it. Jack Campbell's a dog. You'd be alright. He's probably still right there. You can get a look. I don't know about taking back-to-back linebackers. <laughs> that's that's a way. I like picks. it. Like if I we like didn't that. take Jack Campbell right there, my next three picks here, here, and here would be Auburn, Auburn, Auburn. Demar- no, it'd be Demarvin. It'd be Tank, and then it'd be <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then it'd exactly, be... exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, 
Jack Campbell <laughs> is an extremely good linebacker. Sorry. Yeah, he is. And we I'm need more kidding. than one linebacker, by the way. Yeah. Are Man, you against? Are you against taking Tank? Here, yes. What about at one hundred seven? I would not pick him at one hundred seven. About one forty. I'd pick him at I'd pick him at one thirty two or one thirty five. Dang it! He may not last that long. He's going to last that long. Okay. What are you going to look down. at? Scroll down. Corners. I scroll down. Keep actually Colby. I would either go Colby Wool Wooden. Wool, can't God. I can't speak. Colby Wooden, or the Moro Ojomo guy. Both of them can name. play a three-four defensive end. I hear Colby wouldn't get you an A minus on your uh, your draft pick. <laughs> right. I mean, not wrong. Click on um, click on Mo Mo Moro. Go to the first look. Colin's over there having a tough time. Ah, dude, I can't. I, it's bad. Two eighty-one. Okay, now go to go to go to your Auburn guy. Your Auburn guy. Yeah, I mean he's an Auburn fan. Two eighty-four. Give me him. Yep, draft him. Immediately. I did not know Zach Harrison was there. Uh, oh, well. <laughs> now, you thinking A.T. Perry, baby? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Let's go. You guys Fox. are ripoffs. Nah, nope. I, I, I'm the one that told you about A.T. Perry. You didn't know about him before That's me. facts. Probably no, that's facts. At, probably should look at corner, probably, right? I would say so, yeah. Why not take D.J. Turner? I'm down. Or, I mean, but do you want to take the – do you not just want to draft Owen? Owen's gone, isn't he? No, I don't think so. Is he? No, ah, no he's not. He's right there. Oh, Yeah, because if you look at his rank, it's 141. Shut up. God, that's why you guys need to be. See, look at mine. You guys, I'm not even part of this draft. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll rock with it. Studied this draft. You got something to say, Colin? Yeah, I did. I mean, a corner. Oh, here, Aaron hates me. <laughs> Click on Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> you hate me because I'm not telling you to draft Ping Bigsby. Whatever we're gonna pay, freaking Foreman. No, 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 absolutely. I'm not getting a five eleven okay, cornerback. Lost your mind. Click next. Zero midgets. Six foot. Okay, buddy. I'm six foot. Look at this class, goofy. Let I me mean, look at that. I that was disrespectful. That was disrespectful. Look, if that's not a short, I'm gonna be mad, Cody. Look at this, goofy. Oh no, just no, just go to safety. This is this. Wow. That was that was <laughs> What are you drafting middle schoolers? Oh, I can't believe you just called a dude that six foot a midget. <laughs> you should be ashamed. Glendale Johnson. Is that who you want or is that you want to look at him? I mean look at him. He's probably gonna call him a midget though, so I don't know. God. <laughs> He's legally tall enough. I mean, God, he's sitting there saying a six-footer is a midget, and he's taller than you. 
I'm six. No, I'm I'm six foot. Not you. Like I'm, I'm every bit of six foot. Registered. Senior. Okay. Don't okay. don't uh, don't just draft don't. Him, draft. Yeah, just for that we're drafting him. He's a dog. Though. <laughs> <laughs> if his temptation is gonna make him pick you, what do you want to do? What? Do, well, just tell me what you want. Tank Big I mean, D. I mean, I don't know why. I mean, we we're supposed to have discussions here since there's two of us, but you just keep going. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna take Deontay, if you're gonna pick up Deontay, that's fine. But I just think, why not Jake Tank? He's he's here at 83, at 135. I mean, I mean he's a midget too, but still. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. I mean, just okay. Let's draft him. Well, it's too late now. You can't say. I mean, I, I, He's already I, clicked I, it. Yeah, he already clicked it. <laughs> You've taken all the other stuff. Think about you. Ain't got an option here. That's because cool. you, you're not discussing it. Oh, too many laughing. Yeah. Okay. We said a banger draft. Absolute banger. Oh God. Golly, I can't believe you just called that man a midget. <laughs> you you talking about me hating on players? And you call a six footer midget? I was talking about the guy that was five ten technically, but he just you, know, you you literally said midget at six foot two. Look, it just carried over, okay? Golly, I can't believe that just happened. Look at that! Wow. Shut up, PFF. PFF. Oh, look at that. A, tank tank baby A plus, big poggers. Dub A draft A Dub. overall draft. Good draft. Big poggers. Big- both had great drafts. So I'm talking about. Well, That's we, drafted, we drafted three Auburn guys, and two of them technically wasn't my my picks. I was cool with Owen just because of his testing, but you picked Col- Colby, so. Yeah, because Colby can be a three-four defensive end, which is exactly what we need. Not wrong. And then the uh, again, I basically got two three-four defensive edge defensive ends. You get Owen and and Jack who can both play your linebacker. Living life, yeah. Living life, baby. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I think that wraps it up for episode eight of Pack the Bank. Of course, as you know, you can always find us here on YouTube or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, come back weekly um, for all NFL news, everything we got going on. Obviously, we'll have Packers and Panthers Corner posted on YouTube, so you can watch those along with our hilarious shorts from the episode. If you liked us, please leave a like and support us. Follow us on our Instagram at PackTheBank, all underscores between Pack and Bank. Um, But anyways, I think we're going to get out of here. A little bit of a shorter episode for you guys. Hope you enjoyed it. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, peace!